What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Comic Book Layer Podcast. I'm Kyle. And I'm Ray. What's up, man? How are you doing today? Dude, doing great, buddy. How are you? Dude, I'm doing good, man. I had a pretty good week, dude. I got a lot of reading in, got a lot of watching in, and uh, yeah, dude, I, I was just more impressed with my like time that I got to to spend watching some stuff. I even I even started going back through the Harry Potter movies. Yeah? They're so good. You must have had a ton of time on your hands to go back and start watching them. You watched all of them, though, right? Um, To be honest, I don't think I've watched all of them. Oh, man. They're so good, dude. I love I, them. I think I watched most of them. And then, um, which one did I? I don't think. How many were there total? Eight movies, but that's because seven got split up into two. Right. So I think I missed, um, I want to say like f- five and six or something like that, or maybe six and seven. I can't remember. It's been so long. <clears throat> yeah, dude. They're so much fun. I just watched the first one yesterday. Uh, me and my wife did and it just sucks you in, dude. It's great stuff. Yeah, no, it's a cool world, man, to, to be in. It's a fun story for sure. Yeah, dude. Have you been but, to, uh, um, no Hogwarts I, at Universal? I, I, I'd love to though. <laughs> it's I can't cool. wait till my kids are in. You've gone? Yeah. Did you do the butterbeer? We did the butterbeer. We did um the girls got um wands. Oh yeah, my kids would love at, that. Um, stuff, what's the man. wand store name? Gosh, why can't I remember it? I don't remember either. It's from the movie. Dang it. Yeah. This is embarrassing that I can't even remember it. But it was fun. I just watched it and I can't remember. So I, I think you're off the hook. So yeah, we did that and then um obviously did the the roller coasters through there. But it, it it was cool, man. I liked it. It was fun little adventure into um the Harry Potter world. You know, I think down there at Universal there is a things from another world store. Is there? Yeah, they have they have one in Portland and one there in, at Universal City Walk. Dude, that'd be cool. Oh, okay. It's called uh Ollivanders. Yeah. I think that's what it's called. Um, I want to go. That'd be so much fun. But dude, the dude that was like running the shop or and like taking us through the tour of it and like, you know, making us or making the girls like get their wands. It's just fun, man. Like he was like totally in character. Playing the part. Yeah, exactly. Playing the part to like perfect T man. And it, it was just cool to be there and watch. And the girls, it was, it was probably, I think we went like two years ago. We had the baby. He was real young at the time. It was like our first trip. And uh, it was actually kind of rough for us adults because he was just uh, a tough baby. (laughs) And um, he didn't sleep well. So, like, we even had to bring, like, our yoga ball to the hotel room. And we were, like, bouncing him on the yoga ball to get him to go to sleep. (laughs) But the girls had a blast. And, um, yeah, it it was cool. You got to check it out. You got to go down there. I got to try to do that this summer. I got it. My wife was saying too, that our oldest is probably ready for something like Harry Potter. So yeah, I hope so. She's a little nervous Nelly when it comes to new movies. So I think the, especially the first one, I think she'll be fine with, you know, and there's some scary bits in it, dude. Remember there's that three headed dog fluffy. That's pretty gnarly. Yeah. I know Uh, they go on too. They get like an old, you know, older audience, you know, but I think the first one she would do good with. I think so too. Uh, but you know, it's always a, she has to watch it and then she convinces herself she loves it, but yeah. she has to get through it first. No, yeah. But, and I think the roller coasters she might be too small for, um, but, um, just to walk she through did there. Get to ride, fun. Yeah. She did get to ride, uh, is it Thunder Mountain? 
Mad Thunder at Disneyland. She got to ride that roller coaster. She freaking loved it. She oh, wanted really? to just go on and well, on and on. She might be okay then. Yeah, you should check it out. Yeah, that's a good idea, man. Something maybe we could do this summer. Yeah. Dude, uh, did you get to go to your shop this week at all? I did. I got to stop by there. When did I go? Thursday. It was kind of quick. Um, it was in between like running to the store, running errands and like picking the kids up from school. So it was like when I was in there, my kids are like, we're out of school. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll come get you right now. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you pick up? Man? Um, so I just picked up a few things. I picked up um, Chip Zdarsky's Batman the Night issue five that came out. So super stoked on that. We're actually going to kind of chat about that today. So heck yeah, man. Fun. One, two, three. Uh, Slumber issue three, I picked up. Dude, I love that cover, dude. I freaking love that cover, dude, man. So it's much. Such fun. a cool cover, yeah. There's a ton going on. I've heard good stuff. Yeah, I can't wait to read it. And then uh, Noctera ten, right on. So yeah, I just got Noctera ten as well. Yeah, so it should be pretty fun. I'm looking forward to reading these. Um, I also, I'm trying to catch up on WandaVision. Did you start it? Yeah. So. I started it and I'm um, trying to get through it because um, a buddy of mine hit me up and uh, we're going to go try to see Dr. Strange tomorrow night. So we'll see if I can, if I can make it. As long as you kind of, I mean, you can almost watch like a, if you could watch like a recap of it at least before you go to see Dr. Strange. That's what he said. I, think, I, I was talking to him. You don't need like, to watch like each episode, but if you just saw a recap, that'd be good enough. I yeah, think. that's pretty much what he mentioned to me. He's like, dude, we can find a recap online. And he's like, I don't think it'll, you know, you don't have to hit every episode. Like if you find a good no. recap to watch, I'm sure there's one on YouTube or something. Yeah. And it would just need to know it, kind of what's, good to go. what's going on with her. And Especially like her the last kids. two episodes, I think, of WandaVision, he was saying. Yeah. You just got to know what's going on with her and her kids and kind of. That's all you need to really know. But most of the episodes are pretty short. They're like 30, 35 minutes besides, I think, the last one or two. So, And there's only six or was there eight? No, I think there's eight or nine mm, of WandaVision, okay. but they're shorter ones. So hopefully I can breeze through it because I, want, I really want to watch do Doctor those, Strange. It's too bad you can't do those like podcasts where you set it at like 1.5 speed. Yeah, just zip just through it. Just burn through. Don't do that to our show, though. Yeah. <laughs> Spend please. some time with us. <laughs> But yeah, so that was cool, and um, I got some good reading in this week as well. So um, it was a fun week, man. I'm feeling great. How you're feeling a lot better, it seems, huh? Yeah, dude, I'm feeling a lot better. My throat still gets a little dry and scratchy, specifically at night, but much better. Good. I think my allergies are finally starting to to calm down. So good to go, man. Yeah, dude. Let's just try to pull together like a good summer, like just a string of good shows during the summer. <laughs> We're no one's sick. We're going to break the streak. <laughs> yeah. We got to have a hundred, a hundred streak on, on not being sick through the summer, just like our streak of butchering someone's name. Yeah, we'll be fine. Dude, I got my shipment in from Frank over at Coffee and a Comic today, though. So I always love coming home on a Friday, just getting to see what I'll, what I'll be digging into over the weekend and, uh, I got some good stuff, man, but I'm stoked about this one. I just love the cover. Uh, Best of Rat King. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yep. So I'm stoked to get into that one. And then I picked this one up just on a whim, dude. I don't know anything about it. Uh, I've never even heard of this publisher, uh, CEX. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Pass the Last Mountain. Yeah. And uh, it seemed like you you knew some stuff about this. What is this one about? I think that, so there's three, uh, it seems like a pretty interesting. There's three characters. I think one's like a dragon. Um, mm-hmm. one's a fairy and I can't remember the other one, maybe an elf or something. 
Yeah, it looks like an elf. He's a little dude down there. Yeah, and they're like running from, uh, it's like the government's after him. Oh, okay. And so it seems pretty cool. I almost picked that up at my shop too. Um, I was looking at it to grab it and I was like, oh, I'm going to wait. And then when I seen that you grabbed it, I was like, dude, I should have got it. Yeah, so I'll, I'll let you know. I'm kind of excited to read it. I love like uh, that Frank Coffee in a Comic. He always has these. Like I've never even heard of this publisher, but he has it. So I'm like, dude, I got it. Got to pick it yeah, up. Yeah, got to check it out. About. Those are cool, man. It could be a gem. Yeah, and then I I also got Slumber 3 and Noctera 10 from him uh, today as well. But, dude, I got this Wolverine. I don't even read it, but I just got it for the cover. It's uh, Wolverine 21, and the cover art is uh, by Ryan Stegman. Mm-hmm. Dude, Deadpool on there. You know I'm grabbing it. Yeah, his art is really good. That cover is so that, cool. That's so cool, dude. I have his, uh, he did a TFA exclusive for Hulk number one that Cates was writing. I think I showed it to you a while ago. So good, man. Loved it. Yeah, he does good one stuff. One of my favorites. Yeah. And um, yeah, dude, that was that was my week. And then I also picked up uh, We Have Demons number two. I'm excited to get into that because I loved one. Of course, good, I, dude, yeah, I you got a lot, up, man. I. I wish I was able to spend a little more time in the shop and pick up some more stuff, but it was just a qu- quick visit. Yeah, dude. I don't I don't have the time to go to a local shop, so I'm just thankful for for Frank and all he does to give me my books and so quick. Man. Yeah, yeah, big time, dude. That's awesome. And uh dude, my wife went to Hobby Lobby and she picked me up these awesome TMNT a mug and a cup, but I love these things. Dude, I know that mug's my fave. So now I get to drink my coffee from from Frank and my nice little TMNT mug. Yeah, what'd you get this time? Did you get something different? Just a dark roast still. I I do wonder if if there was a way to know exactly who or, or what it's from. I'm sure if I asked him, he'd tell me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I wonder if it's but, like a local um, place he gets it from down there. I think he always I think it's always local, some somehow. Very cool. Dude, he 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 lives uh down here by me and he post on instagram some of these coffee shops that he goes to and he just went to this like uh i think it was like a mexican like a coffee shop and they did these like it just sounded so cool and he was drinking some special blend that they did and i gotta get down there man it looked really cool yeah you do so i'm just gonna start stalking his instagram for coffee places to go to (laughs) just tell him to send you like drop you a pin that way you can just (laughs) that's right yeah yeah yeah. that'd be hilarious hey man i saw that coffee shop you went to you think you could share the pin with me (laughs) (laughs) right on well dude um i finally got into um eight billion genies this week dude i want to chat with you about this one man what'd you think man charles soul and uh ryan brown right those are easy ones Hey, we broke our chain. That's not fair. You're going to have to say Ryan Brownie. I know. <laughs> That's I, what we're going to have to say. <laughs> oh, so funny. But yeah, oh dude, gosh. from Image. And um, it's going to be a um, eight series, right? Or eight issues? Yeah, eight yeah. issue um, <clears throat> miniseries. But dude, just talk about wild fun. It's super fun. They have like unlimited no limitations on what they can do. I think in this series, no. it's going to be crazy. Yeah. I mean, at some point it feels like they're going to, they're going to get themselves stuck in a position they can't get out of is what I feel like. You think, I mean, it's such a wild thing. If everybody has a wish, like it feels like 
at some point you're going to get somewhere where you're like, okay, how do we get ourselves out of this corner we just painted ourselves into? So I'm really excited to see uh, what they do, dude. But go ahead. No, I was just going to say, well, I, I don't, I mean, I think that like the outside world would be crazy, but the way it's going to be driven like around the bar, you know, I think they'll be able to keep it like under control, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just remember hearing them in an interview talking about how wild it could get and uh, how they had to kind of limit it because it could get so out of hand. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can just the last like three pages, you know, like are insane and hilarious at the same time. Like I was cracking up. That's the thing about this this creative team, man. They do some of the most fun comics dude i would recommend too that uh, you check out curse words i think you'd really like it yeah i think you uh, told so, me about that before yeah i uh, loved it and same creative team but um why don't you kind of can you would you be up for kind of setting the stage here for issue one and, and eight billion just a quick little what's going down for everybody yeah so basically it um opens on this scene the lamp wick it's like a looks like a, just a local like rundown bar right yeah and i think it takes place in uh in michigan and um it's kind of looks like um it looks like to me like one of those bars that you would never go in but once you go in you're like dude why didn't i come in here sooner yeah for (laughs) sure it looks like a cool spot dude like you would pass by it all the time and be like dude i'm never stepping foot in there but once you do you're like man why didn't i come here sooner Mm -hmm. um but yeah this owner of the bar you can tell he um he has his local crew that's always in there and he seems super passionate about everybody that's there and his, his bar. And I won't really, I don't know. I don't want to ruin the story too much. I won't say anything else like further than that. But anyways, um, everybody all of a sudden they're just hanging out and, um, all these genies appear and every single person on earth gets one wish and the art is really cool. And it's hilarious. Cause like the genies kind of look like, you know the the people right oh that, did you that notice dude that like a i didn't notice that yeah it does like each person has their own genie and if you look at them like they kind of oh my gosh i never noticed that yeah like look That's at hilarious. it like, the dude in the band he has like the square glasses and then his genie has like little square glasses and a little beard and the girl that genie has the same like uh bang bang line yeah so they kind of resemble the person um it's pretty funny, <laughs> I didn't dude. Notice that, yeah. dude. I love that detail. Yeah, it's pretty Thank cool. Thank you for pointing that out. Yeah, if you go through and just start looking at all of them, you'll be able to see it right away. You're like, that's literally all I'm doing now. If we're gonna have to pause the show, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so everybody gets one wish, and um, it just starts going nuts. Like, just I mean, just imagine, like, it, dude, it's just crazy. The what what they could do with this world, I think, is insane. <laughs> I know. And um, so they people start making wishes. Um, a couple people in the bar make some wishes, and then like, um, yeah, so the the very first wish made is by the dude who owns the bar. He was quick. And it was quick. That was what I was going to ask you. And and um, I, I don't think it's too much of a spoiler to to mention what his wish is. Do you? Uh, no, I think it'll be okay. I guess I don't think it'd be yeah, too so, terrible. Because I, I, I mean, it's just it's this it's like setting the stage, yeah, you know. Yeah. So he just says straight up, like, "Hey, I want I want everything in this bar to be protected, more or less. Like any wish made outside of this bar can't affect this bar or anybody inside of it." Yep. Was that like? Do you think like, wow, this dude's really on top of it? Like he has thought about what would he do 
if everybody in the world was granted a wish and he's like, well, I'll tell you what I do. I'm protecting the bar and everybody in it because, man, that was quick. It did kind of make me think, like, I wonder what role he's going to play in this whole thing, you know? Like, yeah, he kind of seems a little mysterious. Mm-hmm. So he, but that, but that wish ends up being just playing out even in this first issue, like really hilarious too. No, uh, yeah, when for that, sure. I just love it, man. It's so clever. Uh, it's, it's heartbreaking too for the for the for the bandmates, dude. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and yeah. So the the owner of the bar, he seems like a super genuine, just nice dude. But then he also has a mysterious side where you're kind of like what's going on with this guy, you know, like even like, even in the, in the artwork, when he, when the genie first appears, like everybody kind of freaks out and he's just kind of like pretty mm-hmm. calm about it. Well, do you think it's also kind of mm-hmm. interesting that like genies, right? If you rub a lamp technically and he owns a bar called the lamp wick. Mm, yeah. I just wonder if that's going to play in somehow or if it's just a clever sort of, tie-in yeah yeah to could be. The so it's gonna be interesting to see but then a- as you get towards the the end of issue one like everybody in the bar is kind of freaking out they don't know what's happening and one of the guys is like all right i'm gonna peek outside you know shoot my favorite panel and yeah it's just a double page spread of just chaos like so dude crazy. people's w- wishes are hilarious dude dude i love the giant in the background I love the dude riding the T-Rex <laughs> <laughs> and he's eating people. I love that the dude on the T-Rex is stoked out of his mind while two dudes are being eaten alive. I know. By the he just has his cowboy hat on and he's just having a heck of a time, dude. I love that one dude must have wished for a monster truck and then his buddy's just riding in the back with like a boatload of gold <laughs> coins. Yeah. Someone's in a mech just shooting other people. I mean, this is the wild stuff, dude. I mean, the unhinged sort of, you you know, you just granted a wish and you have to think quick. I could imagine people, you know, not thinking it through. Yeah, you know? for sure. There's going to be people out there that are just like, oh, I get a wish. Like, and some people could have been like not buying it. They're, you know, they're freaking out like, oh, this isn't real. So I'm going to wish for a, a rocket ship. And sure enough, this dude's flying <laughs> a rocket ship. Or someone, yeah, someone wished for a castle, or you you see a you see a unicorn flying in the in the background, and some dude riding a unicorn. Wait, oh yeah, oh my gosh! And if you think about it, thousands of people had to wish to be able to fly because you see so many people flying around. Oh yeah, look at that right over there by the UFO. There's like a whole group of them flying. Yeah, there's around. tons of people just flying. So you know that had to be a bunch of people's for or wish. You know, like oh, I wish I could fly. Dude, I, yeah, and then on the next page, do you think that woman like her wish was I want to swim in money? <laughs> because it is just up to her shoulders. <laughs> yeah, she's hilarious too, dude. Like some of the dialogue just had me cracking up. I know, dude. Charles Soule's so good at dialogue, dude. He's hilarious, man. But you could tell too immediately some people get a little bit like <laughs> uncomfortable with their wishes right away. Like, I don't know what's going on with the dude in, from Berlin, but uh, something crazy on the next page. And then right oh, below that, yeah. the girl from Atlanta, man. I Ooh. know. That's what I mean. Like, some of them are pretty brutal wishes. Like, you could tell she really didn't wish that. And her little sister's sitting right there, like, 
Dude, that one is a crazy wish right there, dude. I know. But you can imagine that would happen. Yeah, no, for sure. Dude, just wild. I love the way they set it up too, where it's like, what do you got? You got like the first eight se- the first eight seconds, and then you've got the first eight minutes kind of like running out. Yeah. Yeah. And so I guess they're just gonna keep going in like eight increments, right? Yeah, next month experience is like the first eight hours. Is that what it is? is that oh yeah, in, that's what it's in said, the back. The first yeah. eight hours. Yeah. yeah. But it's, so, it's funny too. Like on the very last page, you get a, another glimpse of like people and their wishes because you have the bar and it's still standing there, like you know, not anything is happening to it because he protected it. But then you have a dude that looks like a um, transformer. I know, dude. And then the superhero, like Captain America type right yeah, there. Yeah, dude. And his pose on top of the lamp wick. And then if you look, um, I don't know if you notice this, if you look right next, like on the sidewalk, you have just glasses floating in the air. So he wished to be invisible. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's Did you see hysterical. that? I didn't notice that, dude. dude it's, and then the T-Rex is still in the background. Yep. Yeah, so it's so funny to me. Like they throw all these little details in that you just have to look through the art. And you can take, dude, you can just take your time looking through it and you you just start noticing all kinds of cool stuff. You'd have to really think about your wish too because I'm sure the dude who or whoever uh, wished for that castle Probably should have thought about some sort of defense because he is being lit up by a dragon right now. <laughs> and not only is it a castle, it's a floating castle. I know. Like imagine that wish. Like I want a floating castle on a cloud. Oh my gosh. Dude, I loved it, man. It just, this and Twig both like back to back, just these fun, uh, you know, new releases to just bury myself in and forget about things because... They both just ended up being a ton of fun, man. Yeah. So this one's going to be fun. I, I put this one on my pull list and um, I can't wait to see what's going to happen. I think that boy is going to play a big role in it, it looks like. Maybe that boy, boy is dad. Yeah. And With obviously the, the bar owner. Dead. And so I can't wait to see kind of what goes down in this, dude. It's going to be fun. Dude, so much fun. What a wild idea. I know. It's going to be chaos, but I'm in for the ride. Yeah. Dude, I love just, I'm going through and looking at some of these genies right now. And this dude in, that's in the band that has the like shirt on that's a basketball with a skull on it. Mm-hmm. Like his genie has the same little mm-hmm. skull on his yep, shirt, yep. bro. I can't remember when, I know when I was first reading it, um, I noticed like the genies, I think it was the, the band member with the glasses because his, his genie is really distinct and has the square glasses just like he does. Yeah. Dude, that's such a cool detail that I didn't pick up on, man. Yeah. That's cool. But um, I can't yeah, wait, man. I can't wait too for this one. This one is, um, it was fun, dude. I, I enjoyed the first one. And um, like I said, I'm in, I'm in for it. I'm in for the, in for the chaos that it's going to, uh, it's going to happen, I think. It's, so Yeah, that's undoubtedly going to happen for sure. <laughs> oh, man. But then um, another thing we've both been jamming that I'm finally glad you got um, caught up on is um, Chip Zdarsky's run, Batman the Night. Yeah, well, to be fair, I, I'm not caught as caught up as you. But I did grab the Compendium Edition that had just came out. Um, one through three, man. Yeah, how is it? Do they have any extra stuff in it or is it... No, the way compendium editions are, it's usually just the text. Um, 
you know, sometimes they don't even have the like a break for for the different covers. Like I know Spawn, it just rolls from yeah. issue to issue. Did they have like any of the covers like, you know, at the end of it? Like did it show you like any covers or variant covers or anything? Nope. Yeah. Just straight. I mean, this one does give you kind of like the the breaks for the issues. Like oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um and I think they probably called it a compendium edition even though it's so small I just know. because Yeah. Just because you know, I think it's like a 12 issuer or something. And they were thinking, well, you know, trades are usually, you know, four or five and, you know, let's just throw out a, throw these out in compendium editions and three, you know, three issue increments. Yeah. So whatever, but dude, Tell you me. were right, man. All I wanted to do when I got done reading this at night was hop on to Instagram, post a picture of this and be like, that comic book dad was right, man. This is freaking good. It's stuff. pretty fun, huh? Yeah, I enjoy it, man. And I can't wait to get into like I'm. Uh, I just got five this week, so I just every time, man, I'm stoked to get into these. You know what's funny is when we did Batman Year One, one of the things I I was lamenting or bemoaning at the time was I wish we got more Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, this kind of felt like a Gordon story. I said, dude. This fills the hole, man. This is just like straight Batman. Yeah, dude. it's pretty cool, huh? And it's that same, you know, kind of like backstory on Batman, how he became Batman, dealing with like all these struggles and uh, moral dilemmas, dude. Oh, yeah. And the and the character work in here uh, is just so good. I love the the people he gets to meet, and of course, dude. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Alfred continues to be the coolest character in the Batman world. Dude, he just loves Bruce, man. And he is such a good dude. Like, I just want to, I want a freaking Alfred comic because his moral compass dude. is like so legit. Yeah, that'd be pretty fun. Gosh, man. I love that dude. So what do you and think? It's cool to you see him it? young too. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you like it. But what do you think of like um, just you know seeing him as a, as young Bruce and kind of going through the growing pains that he did and getting to where he was? Um, what What do you think about that, dude? I loved it, man. Uh, through and through, I loved watching him kind of struggle like with this because he made a promise to his mom and dad that he would, you know. I don't remember the exact way he put it, but kind of like fight evil and, you know, yeah. be a good guy. And he realizes quickly here. Uh, well, first of all, before I get there, I love the scenes of just seeing him in college and like what he's up to and how I love the scene where he gets, he gets into trouble all the time. Right. And if I'm jumping all over the place, I'm sorry, you can kind of like try to rein me yeah, in. No, you're good. But I love this scene between him and Alfred when he Alfred takes him home after was it after the 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 fighting incident? I think it when was the cops come. Yeah, yeah, it's where he was in that like pretty much that fight uh, street fighting. Yeah, thing like because he like just wants club. to get better and better. <laughs> yeah, and dude, he's already gnarly in that scene. He took a punch to the face from a huge dude. Gets back up, even stunning that guy. Yeah, but anyway. The cops come and he gets arrested, but Alfred picks him up, takes him home, right? And but when he gets there, the library's empty. Yeah. And 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 Bruce is like, Alfred, what happened to all the books? And dude, Alfred says to him, he's like, Your parents valued reading reading and learning so much that they brought all those books in, you know, and they read each one. And he's like, We're going to redo that. You're gonna get books and we are gonna refill the library. And at the time, he's a little like, oh, okay. Uh, 
But dude, then he starts slowly filling up that library and like reading and just devouring stuff. And even his girlfriend was telling him like she wasn't even sure he needed college because he was so smart, dude. Dude, straight up uh, just a smart, smart dude, man. And I think I jumped ahead of you. It was when he was um, – it wasn't in the fight club outside, but it was when he, he got in a fight at school actually is when Alfred did that. When he, when he pulled oh, when he books. was younger? Yeah, so it was like a little younger. One. Yeah. Yeah, and so I love that scene, but that whole issue where he's like even younger than in college – and he's just a bully, dude. Yeah, he, it's like like you said, he's dealing with all kinds of issues, and he doesn't know how you know he doesn't know how to um, cope with anything that he's any of the trauma that he experienced, right? And yeah. so you see him talking to this dro- uh, doctor, right, which is actually Doctor Hugo Strange, you know, and um, going through therapy or whatever to try to figure out, you know, what kind of issues he has and how to deal with them yeah. and all that. Like, is it anger or is it sadness? And then it ends up being like, you know, you want, you want vengeance. Yeah. Like what happened to your parents is what the doctor said. But dude, this, this flashback scene when he's, you know, telling the doctor about those things, but look how ominous he is right there. I know, dude, he's just a menace. And so he's just, I mean, to watch him struggle with that and learn from that and grow from that, from that promise that he made to his parents, man, like. I don't know. These are the Batman stories I'm all in on, dude. I just, I can't wait for the next compendium edition, dude. Yeah. Are you going to start picking up in uh, singles or are you just going to do the... I'm just going to keep waiting for the collected. Yeah. But, I mean, just gnarly. And he ends up, you know, going to college and even, you know, just getting frustrated there and missing his tests and skipping them because he's like... I mean, what do you think of that scene where he tells his girlfriend at the time, he's like, they're not going to fail me because I have so much money. Yeah, I mean, I could see that just because of his name. You know what I mean? Like, he can kind of do whatever. And he, I don't know if he almost feels like he's wasting his time just in college, you know? Like, because, you know. He, he does. Yeah. And so, he just wants to get – he obviously wants experience and he wants knowledge and he wants to be the best. But, you know, I don't think college is the right – place for him to learn everything he wants you know for what he wants to do it was a little like a hubris though you know like it 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 looked a little bad on his part to be like flaunting his money like that like uh i i didn't you know obviously in these things he's dealing with a lot of this and learning and growing but at that at that moment it seemed a little ugly of a thing to say you know like Oh, I'm so rich. It doesn't matter. Like it did. Yeah, it could have been like a little weird. Yeah, that could have been like since he was so young and immature. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. And I think that's the picture they're trying to paint. Yeah. But anyway, he he's just like I'm. I'm headed out of here, and he like leaves and goes to Paris. Right? What the heck's he going to Paris for? Yeah, he dips to Paris. He just wants to learn from the best, and you know, to to be the best, you got to learn from the best. And so he meets up with this. um lady in paris who's like the ultimate thief yeah Lucy and uh, she's cool man shadow. i liked her i definitely i liked her a lot Did you? yeah good yeah i thought i thought she was cool man this whole issue was fun to me i love how she took him under her wing like uh because she saw potential in him and wanted to help <laughs> guide him you i was know? just about to say the same thing yep and uh just cool to watch her like 
her maturity in the in this realm like really stabilize him and give him direction as he's trying to figure it all out and even though she's technically a bad guy quote unquote because she's a thief like she sees the good in him and isn't trying to like necessarily like make him be a bad guy she's just trying to like kind of like give him an outlet for yeah yeah exactly yeah uh but I love that whole breakdown as he's working with her and that internal dialogue that he keeps having. Like, and he's talking with his parents a lot, kind of internally, just like, is this right? Am I doing the right thing? Is this my fault? Uh, am I breaking my promise to you guys? Or am I living up to it? Would you be proud of me? Wouldn't you be like, dude, I love that stuff, man. Yeah. Cause it's almost like he goes into it, like everything is black and white, you know, but mm-hmm. it's not like he's got to operate in this huge gray area where he's got to do some technically illegal stuff yeah. to, you know, to do good in the yeah, end. You I know love, what I mean? Yeah. And I love the way he said that he was like, he's like, look, I want to be the best and to be the best. I got to learn from the best. And unfortunately the best are usually the criminals. Yeah. And so he's like, so I guess I'm going to have to like put myself in these situations because that's the only way to become who I want to become. And it's such a fascinating push and pull, like tug at him. Uh, I love, I love watching him, him go through that. It's just, uh, it's really cool. And like, it, it's funny because he always hit with Alfred always being the straight moral compass, right? Like he's always true North man. Yeah. Guy. Yeah, for sure. And to have him to fall back on, to always point him in the right direction. I'm never really worried about him. Yeah. I'm always like you've with Alfred in your corner, dude, like, I mean, even when he goes off to Paris, Alfred sends somebody to look for him. Yep, yep. And that dude was awesome, man. What'd you think about that guy? I loved that guy. Um, I wish, I mean, I don't know if, I, I just enjoyed him. He was a cool cool dude, and I, I wish he would be, um, I wish he was around longer, I guess. I know, he could have taught Batman so many things. Yeah, big time. Like, he would have been he a was, cool, another cool mentor that Batman could have, or Bruce could have followed around, I think. Yeah, but you said something like he took his uh, his book, right? So maybe he's still kind of gleaning information from him. Yeah, yeah. Through so, this book. Yeah, I guess this guy had like a book of, you know, people that you need to know, you know, like uh, a know-all book of just, who are the bad guys? Yeah, pretty much do. the best of the best of, you know, you'll see later when you when you get into um, issue four, four and five where he goes four. and um, he just finds this name. You know, he's going like picking out these people in this guy's book that he's like, OK, I want to learn from this guy. And he goes to the next spot. And um, so he, he lives yeah. on through that book, I guess you could say. Yeah. But that's an interesting scene, scene too, that I was interested to hear your thoughts on. So they're at like a diner, right? And they're in him and that dude, Bruce and that guy are supposed to be eavesdropping as Lucy kind of asks this guy questions, right? And Bruce can't look away and ends up blowing their cover. And that guy pulls a gun out and points it at Bruce and that guy. And to like try to help the situation, Bruce jumps into action, right? And pushes that guy's arm. But when he does it and the guy pulls the trigger, it ends up killing the the detective. I wish I could remember his name. Um, I cannot at the I moment. I think it's uh gosh, I can't remember it either. I'm terrible with remembering names. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> it's some dude we love but, and we can't even remember his name. But anyway, uh so Bruce in the 
you know, he gets immediately after that happens into this like internal dialogue with himself again. And his parents like, um, Oh, his name's Henry. And he says, yeah, I should yeah. have listened to, I should have listened. And now Henry is, you know, dead more or less. And he says, mother, father, am I to blame? And so it's just, uh, what do you think there? I mean, what would you tell him? Is he to blame? That's a tough one. I don't, I mean, technically it was his fault because for one, he wasn't listening. It was like amateur hour in that bar. Like you get Henry and you have Lucy, you know, they've been doing this for a long time and they bring along this young amateur is pretty much what he is at this point. And he blows their cover and it ends up, you know, causing Henry to die. And so technically, yeah, he is to blame. I mean, he had the right intentions, right? It's not like he went in with ill intentions. So his intentions were, were right, but he just, um, is still young and immature and going through this process. Um, but that's got to take a toll on him. Just like, you know, everything else he's been through. Yeah, dude. Reading this stuff and, and being here for these stories, like the character of Bruce Wayne and Batman, there's so much depth and uh, like room to like play with. That's why they could keep doing these like uh, early Batman stories. Cause there's so much here. There's yeah. so much room to like even retell it a little bit, like what's going on here. And uh, just really great, dude. Fantastic stuff. I know. And I like how you mentioned that. Cause when I first was going to pick this up and I, I was didn't know what to expect, right? Because I was like, oh, it's going to be another, like, Batman. But I love it. It's super – It's yeah. what Zdarsky's doing is great. I, I, I really enjoy it. It really pumps me up for his uh, run on the, on the main Batman. Yeah, I can't remember when he's starting to take that over. Yeah, I think it's pretty soon. Yeah, I'm it shouldn't be sure. long. I think it's going to be pretty soon, too. But um, some cool stuff at the end, too. Like, you get to see – see Bruce uh, already like growing in his kind of detectiveness, right? Mm-hmm. When he's talking to that, when he's talking to Dr. Hugo strange and uh, kind of lets him know, like he knows what, what he's up to and he knows he's not a good dude. And yeah, it's fascinating. I mean, that was earlier on, I guess. <laughs> yeah. That, it was just that was the end issue one, but um, yeah. yeah, I like the progress that he's going through. And um, I mean, I think it's just like everything, like, when, when you start learning something, you know, there's going to be bumps in the road, you know, and um, yeah. <clears throat> there's going to be learning curves and you're going to hit roadblocks. And it's, it's just pretty cool to see him go through all that to get to where he's at now, you know? Yeah. And I will say the very ending of, of issue three and of this compendium really, really, really made me happy because in the Lemire, Robin and Batman, he's a total jerk to Alfred mm-hmm. like all the time and <laughs> the Batman movie. He's kind of a jerk to Alfred here at the very end, dude, you get this sweet phone call that he makes to Alfred and just straight up says, I love you, Alfred. Yeah. And I'm just like, finally, he's nice to Alfred. Like I almost want to get this panel framed, this whole page framed. Yeah. And you can just see the emotion on Alfred's face. Like he's stoked to hear from him, but at the same time, he's just like, he wants just Bruce to, you know, come home. Yeah. I don't know. Dude, it's it so is pretty good, cool man. though to see that. I loved it, man. So thanks for that recommendation, dude. You were definitely a hundred percent right. That is a great read. Yeah. Highly, highly recommended to anybody and everybody looking for a good read. Yeah. 
for sure. Super fun. Um, I can't wait to jump into issue five this weekend. And um, yeah, just a fun one to talk about, man. Loved it. Yeah, dude. Really. So good. Did you get anything else, man? Yeah, dude. Um, one of the other ones I kind of wanted to spotlight this week, which was real fun. And I've had it for, um, I've had it for a while, maybe a couple months now. Or maybe maybe not that long, but I got um, this hardcover of um, Basketful of Heads, the DC Black Label um, by Joe Hill. How many issues is that? I want to say it's six. Six? Yeah. Let me look because they have it split up, but I'm almost positive it is. Yes, it is six. And the way they tell you it's six is hilarious. You got a guy holding five fingers here and the one there. But um, yeah, this was another fun one, and I kind of got it turned on uh, turned on to it from um, Ross, um, I think on Instagram or something. But he was reading, I think, Refrigerator Full of Heads, and so I know there's that run, and then there's this one, um, and so I seen this and picked it up, and uh, just a f- dude, super good man. I think this is one you'll enjoy. Anybody can pick this up and um, dive into it. It's about this um, young couple. Her name is June. I think it's June Branch. And um, she's kind of dating this um, like uh, hunk of a, of a police officer. And it's um, written in the 80s. And the artwork is kind of a little throwback too. Oh, yeah, totally. But it's it's good, really good still. And um, anyways, it's um, kind of like a, like a murder mystery, I guess. But has a little bit of a um, – how can I say it uh, – was there a little horror vibe to it? Yeah, I wouldn't say crazy, but maybe a little bit. Yeah, but it's cool. So she's she's dating this police. Is officer. it horror or kind of thriller? Like maybe a little like on the edge of your seat, kind of wondering. Yeah, what's I happening could say next. maybe a little bit of both. Maybe a little supernatural too. You know, like some of the stuff, little sci-fi stuff going on with this magical uh, Viking axe that's in it. But um, this dude is basically he's a cop for a summer in this little small town in uh, I think it's in Michigan actually is where it takes another place. Michigan huh? yeah I think so dude hearing about a magical axe makes me think of Valifax oh wait a second it's Maine sorry Maine, Maine. Michigan what's the difference it did kind of have a, a <laughs> almost like uh, it did remind me a lot of uh, Valifax for sure because it's a yeah. magical axe but um, basically the story is. Um, there's these, uh, they find out there's, it's, his, it's this dude's last day on the job of being a summer police officer in this small town in Maine. Why he's like leaving his shift. Um, there, there's a report of these four criminals that get loose in the town, you know, and the sheriff that he works for, he's like, oh, it's not a big deal. Just go to my house. You know, my wife has a meal prepared for us since it's your last day and don't worry about it. We'll have this buttoned up. Well, while they're there, the criminals break into their house. And so, like, she runs to hide, and uh, he gets dragged off by these criminals. And um, when she gets out of hiding, one of the criminals stayed behind. And so, um, to protect herself, the the uh, the sheriff, he's real. Uh, his heritage is like um, from Norway. He's like a you know all of his uh, ancestors or whatever. So he has a fascination with all kinds of like artifacts like Viking artifacts. And one of them <clears throat> is this ax. And so in order to protect herself, she kind of grabs this ax and uh, this dude's chasing her around and she ends up uh, chopping off his head, but he doesn't die. 
So it's it kind of has some comic relief in it too because he's all every time this happens the person freaks out because they're still alive but then they can see their body sitting over there, <laughs> and so it's pretty funny because the first one that does it like um, it's right on the beach and the tide's coming in, and so he's like about to drown. He's like, "No, come back and help me!" And like you see him like drowning and his body's just laying on the beach, but his head's like starting to go underwater. So it's pretty funny. That's good, dude. But it has I want to pick twist. that up. Yeah, it has a lot of twists and turns in it that I didn't see coming. Like, it gets to a point where, like, s- certain stuff, and I don't, I don't want to ruin it too much, but, like, certain stuff happens, and I'm like, oh, okay, I, I seen that one coming. And then you keep reading, and then another twist happens, and you're like, whoa, I thought I knew what was going on, and now I don't at all. And I love um, stuff like that. The end is crazy, because, like, I, I kind of seen a bunch of stuff come in and I was like, okay, I seen that. And then I was like, whoa, that was weird. I didn't see that happening. And you get to the end and it's like a pretty big, you know, twist. And you're like, so it, it was pretty cool the way it was written. And even like some of the characters, like how, how they do it from each character's perspective, like they don't even know like what was really going on the whole time. So it, it was pretty cool. And Dude, does it make you want to pick up the other one? Uh, I do. Yeah. So I, after I read this one, I read like the, a little blurb on the, the one for refrigerator full of heads. It did make me want to read that one. So I was pretty stoked. So thanks Ross for kind of pointing me this direction. It was, um, worth it. And, um, the hardcover super nice. And, uh, I think you would like this one. It's, it's pretty cool. I know you're not like a huge fan of horror, but I wouldn't put it in that category for me. Yeah. Did that one come out first or did refrigerator come out first? I don't know. That was another thing I had a question on and uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Something to look into for sure. Cause I'm, uh, you got that on sale too, right? You got a pretty good price on that. Didn't you? Oh yeah. I, I ended up getting it from, I think in stock their spring sale, super good deal. I can't remember how much it was, but it was, I think it might still be on there too. You have to check it out. Yeah. I'll check it out. The, the panels you sent me at pictures of were pretty gnarly. Yeah, there are some gnarly uh, graphic panels, um, but the artwork is it's doesn't make it where it's too like graphic. You know what I mean? The way they yeah. do it, it's it's pretty good. But I want to say this one was first because I think the second one, because um, what happens at the end of this one, and I don't want to ruin it, but um, with what I read about refrigerator full of heads, how they find the axe, I think this one might be first. I think you're right. Because I think refrigerator full of heads is still going right now. Oh, okay. So that would um, be. Yeah. You know, my, like, my, <clears throat> I don't hate it, but I've never really gotten, like, super, I don't know the right word to say. Uh, into any sort of horror genre comic at all. It makes me nervous for this Bone Orchard because, you know, I love Lemire. I'm just like, man, I just want to love it. I don't know if I'm going to. Yeah. I haven't read a ton of, like, horror stuff. Um, I don't know. Like, I started reading Gideon Falls. I don't know if that would fall into that category or not. Yeah, definitely. Um, But Gideon Falls is good, dude. Really? Yeah. I got the got that first hardcover. I got to dig into it. Yeah, we got to plan a a horror month for October. Yeah, so let's do it. That'd be fun. And, yeah, do a couple yeah. uh, horror books. That would that would be a fun one to do. I want to get into witches. Yeah, witches would be cool. I heard a lot of good things about that. Yeah. That'd be fun. 
But yeah, this right one on. is a fun one. Um, definitely recommend this one. And um, I, I think you should check it out. I think you'd enjoy it. I'm going to for sure. I'm going to call my buddy and say, hey, man, send me the uh, the hardcover. Let me borrow it. Yeah, I'll, I'll send it your way, my man. But what about you? What <laughs> other um, cool stuff do you get into? I think the biggest thing for me is I got it in my mind. I was going to I was going to dive into Bloodshot. I was going to dive into some Valiant because uh, I've never really done it. And uh, I finally was able to get all of Lemire's Bloodshot run. So all of all of his Bloodshot Reborn, Bloodshot USA, and Bloodshot Salvation. But they, him and Matt Kitt kind of kicked off a new, I think it was like, I don't remember what year it was, but him and Matt Kitt kind of started up the Valiant universe again. They rebooted it more or less. And it all started with this... Um, this trade called the valiant and it was written by him and Matt Kent and it kind of sets the stage for what they were going to do. I think, I mean, I haven't gone anywhere else besides this, but dude, this ended up being a lot of fun, man. It was like Gilead who, you know, doesn't die, lives forever. And he's trying to fight this demon who just keeps winning in battles. And finally he ends up teaming up with like, you know, bloodshot, a geomancer. I can't remember her name. And, uh, but dude, I loved it, man. Uh, Bloodshot's super cool. His relationship with, ah, I wish I remembered her name. There's a problem with reading like 18 different stories. I know, dude. That's the same thing I was about to say. You read so much, sometimes you just forget characters' names. Yeah, I think her name was Kay or something like that. And uh, she's haunted by by this demon too and pretends to be something from her dream. And But Bloodshot doesn't die, so this thing's trying to take Bloodshot out. But Bloodshot, you know... He's not having it. And he protects her for as long as he can. Uh, but, dude, it just sets the stage so good. I can't wait to get into it. I pulled pulled the first volume of, of Reborn, Bloodshot Reborn, off my uh, off my shelf. And I'm looking to dig into it this weekend, dude. So, super fun. Oh, and I watched the uh, Bloodshot movie with Vin Diesel. Yeah. What do you think? I think it came out. Dude, to be honest with you, man, I liked it yeah? a lot. Like surprisingly a lot. And, uh, I've, I've soured a little bit on Vin Diesel over the years. You know, he's not my favorite actor, but yeah. when the first Fast and Furious came out, he was my dude. Yeah. Uh, I'll say that. Then when you get (laughs) into like the Fast and Furious 100. Too much. much. (laughs) And the stories I hear about him from like, you know, what he's like on set doesn't sound super cool, but, uh, I love the movie, dude. I thought it was cool. It was a cool telling of of that Bloodshot story from what I know of it. I recommend it, dude. I mean, I, I watched it on FX. They have it through Hulu. And uh, super fun, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you can rent it, it out. for I like it three came out, bucks. What, I think it was 2020 it came out maybe. <clears throat> yeah. I'm going to have to check it out. It was good. It was really good. Um, so I'm excited to, to dig into Lemire's Bloodshot stuff and – see where it goes i'm i'm hopeful uh he seems like a really cool character and his relationship with gosh man which i would i should just stop talking so i don't have to keep making a fool out of myself uh with this girl this geomancer is uh seems really promising and interesting and what a cool world that they built here early on you get to see you know a lot of the characters that they're going to be playing with so nice dude super cool 
But uh, dude, really quick, let me just kind of like read to you what they say about this because it probably do a better job than what I just did. So Gilead is the eternal warrior, right? And it says the eternal warrior has protected the earth for more than 10,000 years. A master of countless weapons and long forgotten martial arts, he is guided by the geomancers. Those who speak for the earth during his long watch, the eternal warrior has failed three times. Each time the geomancer was killed and a new dark age for humanity began. Each time he was unable to stop the immortal enemy, a monstrous force of nature, a civilization killer, a horror that appears differently each time it arrives and whose seemingly only purpose is to bring disorder and darkness to the world. Now the time has come for the immortal enemy to return once more, but this time the eternal warrior will be ready. This time he has to fit. He has a force greater than any single warrior. This time he has the Valiant. And so it's just that that Valiant universe of superheroes has teamed up with him to take out the the mm. uh, immortal enemy. Gotcha. So super cool. But I read, so I'm a, and his newsletter, he's one of the ones that I pay for. And I was reading one of his AMAs and they asked him like, what are some of your, your work for hire stuff that you're most proud of? And he was saying that he thinks his blood, he's really proud of his bloodshot stuff and that he thinks it's underrated. And so I was like, dude, I got to pick all this up, man. Plus, I was just excited to get into Valiant because I know the dudes over at Second Print, you know, they're in, they enjoyed it. So I was like, man, it's something I've never done. So, and I love Jeff. So let's give it a whirl. But yeah, man. So that was, that's how I spent my week kind of hanging out in the Valiant world and, and Batman. Good, dude. Yeah, this Bloodshot stuff looks super rad, dude. I want to check it out as well. Yeah, dude, I'd love to hear your thoughts on it, man. I will say, too, to anybody who's listening, and this was brought to me, my attention by Rimzo as well, on YouTube, it's a total, like, fan-funded film, like le- like a B or worse movie like in terms C, of quality. Movie. <laughs> like a C movie. Like a C movie. But if you, if you YouTube search... Uh, Ninjak versus the Valiant Universe or something like that. Uh, it's just a Valiant movie that they were they produced to try to like you know kickstart their their books again. And even though the quality is kind of, it looks like one of those movies made for TV back in the day. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the story is cool. I ended up having a lot of fun with it, and uh, I enjoyed it. Man, it was a fun fun hour and a half spent. Yeah. So. Check that out if anybody's looking for something to watch. I think it was cool. Yeah, I think you were telling me about that. I want to watch that too. I got so yeah, much dude, stuff to watch, me, dude. I know, I know. <laughs> do do WandaVision first, though, so I you know. can go see Doctor Strange. I know. That's what I'm looking forward to. I need to at least find a recap. If anybody has a cool recap for me to watch, shoot us a link, and that way I can get to um, get to watch Doctor Strange tomorrow night. Heck yeah, dude. You better call me right away. If I watch it, yeah, let me know what you thought. Yeah, dude, I'm. Uh, I I've had a bunch of people at work tell me it was super good, and um, no one is. Because uh, you know me, I'm not a huge like. I don't care about spoilers that much. But this one, I, I told them, I was like, tell me some details, but don't give it. You know, me like big spoilers, and so I can't wait to watch it. So hopefully, I can get there this weekend, and um, I'll be stoked. Yeah, man. Uh, I can't remember what they what they were called, but at one point when he's in another universe, he meets um, he meets some people that might be different versions of 
people. <laughs> Let me know what you think. I love that scene. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't want to say anything. All right. Did you ever watch, um, this is kind of off subject, but I was talking to a guy at work about it. Did you ever watch Eternals? Dude, I watched 30 minutes of it, turned it off and never went back. All right. I was just curious. I heard it. I want to watch it too. I mean, I heard it wasn't the best, but I still want to watch it just because at the end, um, I heard there's a pretty cool scene at the end. I mean, I still want to watch it. It just wasn't doing it for me. Yeah. I'm going to have to jam that one too. There's so much stuff I need to catch up on. It's like I need to just take a week off to catch up on all this cool stuff. Dude, I would love a week off just (laughs) sitting in front of the TV, reading some books. Uh, Keep dreaming, my buddy. Dude, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to retire anymore, man. (laughs) The way the world is. (laughs) Living in California, dude, I'm going to be, there's no retirement in my future. I know, man. It's tough out there, man. You just got to keep hammering and um, we'll see. Look, if you you care about me, check out our our buy me a coffee link. (laughs) Support the show. Help my retirement. (laughs) Put a little bit into my retirement fund and I'll be stoked. <laughs> yeah. Dude, but what's coming out next week that do you think people sh- might be interested in? Yeah, next week has a lot of stuff coming out, man. There's a lot of big releases coming out that I think um, a lot of people are looking forward to, like uh, Saga 59. Yeah, The buddy. cover on that looks just so cool, man. Dude, Fiona Staples are is just amazing. I yeah, love it. it looks like a fun cover. That's another one I'm way behind on. Like, I'm just going to... I don't know, by the omnibus when it comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to, to hear what your wife says about you buying an omnibus. I know. <clears throat> um, anyways, uh, Moon Knight 11 comes out. Um, I know you're still caught up on that uh, Jed McKay run. Um, Dude, you should buy the uh, the compendium, the Saga compendium. I think you get it for like 30 bucks on IST. Yeah, I see him in, the, in my, sh- my local shop all the time too, and I always am you know wanting to pick up at least and i like the hardcovers too you know yeah, they just sit on the know. shelf better because i see the trades there and i'm like dude the hardcovers are just way better i, think. I know yeah um so we'll see i'll get into it one day um something is killing the children 23 is coming out i know you uh read 22 right recently really enjoyed it yeah and even though i was getting a little burned out i think 22 kind of sparked me back up <laughs> yeah it did Sparked your right up. <laughs> I had no idea what I was going to say. Uh, but yes, yeah, so that one looks uh, cool. I know a lot of people are looking forward to that. Um, what's some of the big ones coming out that you're looking forward to the most next week? Well, I would say I'm still, I love Stillwater, dude. Mm. It's such a fun yeah. world. Well, and, uh, yeah, dude. I just read Stillwater, The Escape, which was just kind of like an anthology of a bunch of people who tried to escape Stillwater. And that was so much fun. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to see what, what's going on in 13. Uh, I did get to read Bloodstained Teeth 1, and I enjoyed it, so I'll probably pick up 2. That's coming out, see what's going on. Uh, I'm really excited about Newburn 7. And others, um, yeah, Zdarsky has a couple coming out next week, yeah. Yeah. I think that what I love about Newburn is it's so consistently good. Like, I could pick it up, and it's just a fun, enjoyable read, man, and I don't know. Maybe Zadarsky is becoming one of my favorites, man. Yeah, he's doing <laughs> he's a lot really of cool good. stuff. We've got uh, 
Speaking of Vin Diesel, he's coming back, and we read Titans 4 and 5, apparently. Vin Diesel? You mean The Rock? <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. That's right. We got a good old Hobbs coming back, not Vin Diesel. Yeah, and it's weird that they're coming, both issues are dropping on the same day. I don't wonder why they did that. Yeah. And then we got Naughty List 2, man. I loved one, so mm. I can't wait to read two. Very cool. What a fun week, man. Yeah, dude. But uh, what could people look forward to... Uh, on our bo dub show next oh week, yeah bo dub is gonna be a fun one um it's gonna be an emotional one i think too i can't wait yeah, to read if i it. cried it's just gonna happen <laughs> i can't wait to read this one again because i enjoyed it um that much like just so good we're gonna do jeff lemire's maze book i know the hardcover and the the uh the trade is coming out when i think it's coming out soon got pushed back now did it i thought it was coming out next week but now it says june 1st oh so well, we're gonna hit you so you can still pre-order it yeah but um dude just one of my favorite reads lately um i'm glad you sent them to me to be honest because i don't think i would have read it otherwise I, I i know you kept mentioning how good it was and i was just kind of like eh but um i couldn't put that one down when i when i opened them up i just kept going through them and uh so yeah i can't wait to read it again and um it'll be a it'll be fun to talk to you about that one for sure heck yeah man how can people keep up with what we're doing around here buddy yeah definitely subscribe to the show um leave us a review we'd be super stoked to hear from y'all i would be so stoked definitely uh, recommend to a friend um we'd love that uh, head over to our instagram at the comic book lair uh we're posting all kinds of uh cool stuff we've been reading uh, send us some recommendations. We'd love to hear from you. And then jump over to our uh, to our Discord channel, which you can find. Um, we have a link tree on our website. And um, it'll take you right there to our Discord. Join up and um, jump in the conversation. Send us some recommendations. We'd love to hear from you guys. And um, keep reading comics. Heck yeah, cowabunga nerds.